was ruling over the kingdom until the Blackbeard pirates arrived. Oh. It, it probably was just like, okay, that's that's a pirate name, whatever. Yeah. They brought it up for like right at the last episode of Power Sports after God, I can't fucking believe they mentioned Blackbeard that early. Is this Ace? Mm. I've he's, seen pictures. He's looking for Blackbeard. And, you know, he knows Blackbeard was there. So he's sort of trying yeah. to follow Blackbeard's trail. And, you know, you'll learn all about this later. And I mean, what does Ace talk about what he's doing? Like, why is he not with Whitebeard? He t- says he's just here looking for a pirate named Blackbeard. Okay, do you remember that? Because we, we talked about of. Blackbeard in the last episode. Briefly okay. hear about him. But yeah, so Ace continues to look for Blackbeard. Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece, a One Piece rewatch podcast where I, Joe, lead my good friend Jory through various arcs of One Piece. Uh, this week we are on the Jaya arc. Um, how did you How did you enjoy the Jaya arc, Jory? It was not a lot happened, but at the same time, a whole lot happened. <laughs> that that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> Because a lot of it's exposition. Yeah. Um, and introductions. Uh, you're going to hear me talk about this a couple times throughout the, sh- the rest of One Piece. But many times did Oda think he was halfway done. <laughs> uh, clearly Skyvia is not it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I think many times he sort of builds up these turning points. I think that kind of helps it not age well. I'm, I'm we're probably going to talk differently about Skypea than Alabasta because it's not, it, it's not everyone, it's everyone's least favorite, uh, <laughs> for the most part, and I think that's because part of that being between smack dab between Alabasta, which is the best, and Water Seven, which is the, the fucking best, and it's just sort of it's it's paced weird, so and it doesn't have several arcs to sort of build up into it. It has Jaya, which. It's like half about the Sky Island, half about everything fucking else in the universe, and then all the exhibition happens after you get there. So it's paced differently. Um, so there's that. Did you want to talk about? There were some filler arcs before Jaya itself. Yeah, they were. Uh, they were neat. It was nice that they were able to tell a short story in those episodes and still make me feel feelings instead of being like, "Oh, it's filler. Who cares?" Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think any of the filler in One Piece is particularly fantastic, just because I'm holding it to the standard of the rest of One Piece. <laughs> it was uh, definitely better than the Millennium Dragon stuff. Yeah, that's like a low point, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that was only like, what, three or four episodes where yeah. they try and establish that? Yeah. These were like 
what, six each? Yeah, there's a little bit of an overarching thing between the two uh, filler, filler like, arcs, and there's just, like, neat concept in the second arc, which is cool. Which, I don't remember what they are. <laughs> I didn't even look. <laughs> well, the, the first one was just they land on an island while escaping from some marines, and they find out that this old dude is going to die soon, so they, like, entertain him and stuff. And then he find they find out he's recovered, so they're gonna try and leave. And turns out he had a big treasure because he used to lend to pirates, and he always wanted to be a pirate. And what stuff happened? And when he landed on the island, like he kind of like crashed on the island with all of his money, and he woke up to the goats eating the money. And then towards the end, he's like, "The goats are actually my treasure now." And you're like, "Oh, he learned how to like." He he kind of came at peace with things, and he just enjoys life for what it is instead of being a greedy, scary, like, lender. Which is nice. That's a good development. It's <laughs> just, like, that's, that's... <laughs> a nice feel-good thing. Yeah, that's that's a good development to make in life in general. <laughs> um, to value goats more than money. <laughs> uh, was it the first or the second one? That was the first one. The second okay. one was, like, they land on an island, and there's an old man there, people are heavily taxed, and then, like, they find out that there's a Rainbow Mist, which is also the book that uh, Robin has been reading. And when you go inside the Rainbow Mist, you're transported to, like, the ship graveyard full of treasure. And then you find out that it exists in, like, some sort of time warp because the old man's childhood friends are there, but they're still kids. And, like... A whole bunch of wild stuff happens that's not really that important. It's just action-y things. And they defeat the bad guy and knock him out of the Rainbow Mist, even though everything seems hopeless after get, they get trapped in there. And then Marines show up, and it turns out it's, the fr it's his friends that, after they got knocked out of the Rainbow Mist, they got sent back to their point in time and became Marines. And he's finally reunited with his friends. And it's just, it's sweet to have that. It's, it's nice seeing them reunite. And those marines were also chasing after uh, Luffy and them at the beginning of the other filler arc. So it's like, those characters have slightly more importance than, like, the, the girl who can speak to animals. And then they're amazed when Chopper can speak to animals. <laughs> yes, you raise excellent points um, about how bad that arc is. <laughs> uh but no that's that's cool i don't i don't remember much about them i do remember the rainbow mist thing like visually i remember what it looks like yeah um and when i think back to it i remember it being just a bit too fantastical for me all all i could all i could think about is like it's good that i can now place uh one piece up there with high high science adventures like star trek with time travel <laughs> yeah don't even get me started on time travel right now i've been writing all this uh garbage down for the kingdom hearts podcast i'm doing and i don't like time travel anymore <laughs> time travel's bad it's oh, it's particularly bad in kingdom hearts <laughs> anyways uh jaya yeah jaya so much junk happens at jaya also, I mean, specifically Mock Town is the town that they're in. Yeah. Um, Jaya is the name of the island, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I wrote So I wrote down this quote 
Um, it's not a quote from One Piece, but I wrote down just the phrase "so much to do, so little time." Uh, <laughs> words that were never once said by Oda, because he just does it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so it opens up, for the most part, with Nami's log pose pointing straight up. Yeah. Or it's like up to an angle, as up as the log pose can go. And they're like, that's weird, why would it be pointing up? <laughs> that doesn't make any goddamn sense. And then uh, a boat falls out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a boat in good condition. No. A boat that has seen better days. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it just fucking plummets into the ocean. And so, at this point, you immediately are like, all right, there's a fucking island up there, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's called the Sky Island Saga. <laughs> the log post points up. The ship fall down. <laughs> um <laughs> And, um, so they go into this, do they, so Luffy, like, immediately wants to go down there, right? Yeah. He He's, like, in, immediately, not only is he really interested in an island in the sky, but they really want to salvage the ship, too, because there might be clues to how to get to the island in the sky in there. So Luffy, who cannot swim. <laughs> That's, why, why did they nominate for him to, like, go inside the, like, diving suit? I guess I know, it man. does. It does. It d did answer a question of mine that I was wondering if, like, how exactly Luffy gets disabled by water or like any sort of um powers, like get disabled by it, and it's if they actually get submerged and it's touching them. Because in the suit, yeah. he's fine. They can like. I mean, even if they're not submerged, just touching water, um, is bad time. Uh, one of the One Piece movies, Robin actually says it happens because the sea hates him. Um, which I, I like that concept a lot. Um, so, as they're scavenging this boat, uh, someone else shows up to do that, too. Yeah, a really visually upsetting character shows up. <laughs> um, please don't insult my monkey sons. <laughs> Uh, they're just doing their job. They're honorable monkey, monkey men. Uh, they are, they are good characters, but Abdidio is like, okay, there's, there's just monkeys in One Piece now. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's always been one monkey. Yes. Uh, there's actually a filler arc. I don't know when, I, I don't remember when it happens, but there is a point where you get to see Luffy in a monkey costume. <laughs> it's particularly good but yeah so they're they're like concerned right that their their salvage turf is being inflicted upon or infringed upon yeah pretty much it's like a weird turf war thing he's like yeah i'm this is my area i don't want you guys going down there and he's also shown to be a really dim-witted and like i i don't get the gag it might be like a japanese language thing but when they say, like, you look like a monkey, and then he gets, like, all, like, blushy, and it's like, you think I'm monkey-full? That's what the subtitles say. I don't know if there's some sort of, like, pun there in Japanese that I don't get, or if it just thinks it's he doesn't understand that being told you look like a monkey isn't a compliment. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, both are good. Uh, my guess, based on the One Piece I've seen with the fan subs, is the there might be a similarity of like word sounds. Mm. Um, like the word for monkey might sound similar to the word for uh, whatever compliment they're using. Okay. That's a guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know Japanese yeah. at all. I know I know words from One Piece um, that if I said them out of context, knowing them from One Piece, it would be terribly embarrassing. <laughs> and that's, uh, I, I say, even though I've done that on this show, because uh, I'm real into the whole Nakama concept. Uh, so, big ol' sea monster. Yeah. Eats that boat. A giant, like, while, while they're diving in there, a giant sea monster just eats it. It's... <laughs> it's not a sea How... king, right? It's I don't know. It's big. It's a big boy. It could be a sea king. It's just it's just that giant monster appears and mm-hmm. they uh they escape. <laughs> they get away from it. Wow. Yeah, um well something scares that sea monster and everyone else. Yeah, um, there's giant giant shadows in the sky and there's like storm clouds above because everything just gets really ominous really quick mm-hmm. <laughs> and giant like monster like i don't know if it's supposed to be like giant people or giant monsters i'm sure i'll find out soon <laughs> <laughs> or it could be i'll find out in 400 episodes who knows <laughs> yeah um one one piece is tricky like that um but it's it scares that was kind of like separates them from uh, Masira, who is the salvaging guy with his goofy crew and his uh, ship that's covered in bananas, which is also great. Very good. <laughs> Literally a DK crew. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but then they kind of just sort of. Are like, all right, well, that happened. I guess we'll continue to Jaya. <laughs> yeah. Um, which remind me how they find Jaya because their log pose isn't pointing to it. Um, I don't think is, I wrote that down actually. Or is it just a detail that is glossed over? I think I, I thought it had to do with like the other monkey guy. Oh, were they were they led by a monkey? The orangutan-looking guy thought, like, okay, kind of sent him that way. Cool. I'm having trouble remembering this. It's it's a minuscule detail, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I I rewatched it in pieces, so mm-hmm. I, I sort of skimmed um for the details that I I knew we were gonna talk about. Because it's something that's not as important, because the stuff on the island is a lot more interesting and yeah, have a lot more to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, before they get to Jaya, we get to see some of our favorite boys. Oh yeah, we got, got to see, and I saw it in the episode preview too, is that it was Buggy, and I was super excited because Buggy is great, and... For whatever reason, Ace is just on Buggy's ship. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not gonna go into it, but before that scene happens, it does sort of show you some 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 Buggy timeline story. Um, because he is, I guess, looking for some some guy's treasure. I want to say it's Captain John. Um, it's not important now. Um, 
but it is a thing that they show you. Yeah. And I and I, I it'll be important later, so I like bringing it up now, just so <laughs> it'd be like, yeah, they fucking mentioned it forever ago. Trust me. <laughs> um, but what's important is that uh, he is he's sort of rambling on I th- about something, and Ace is just eating his food. Yep. And then uh, at first he they want to like get him off the ship and attack. And then Buggy notices the big tattoo on Ace's back. He's like, no, no, he's one of Whitebeard's pirates. If we do anything to him, we're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting about that. Um, do Does Ace talk about... What does Ace talk about? Kenobi talks about Luffy because that's what Buggy's talking about. Yeah. And he says... Is that it? He says something about being there on some sort of Whitebeard business. But I don't think he really goes into detail on what he's doing. Well, if you remember, which you probably don't, because <laughs> when the fuck, how long ago was it that we talked about the first half of Alabasta? Um, <laughs> been quite a while between Alabasta yeah. and Jaya. Um, but he was looking for a man named Blackbeard. Yeah. Uh, who we've sort of heard about trickle out since the beginning of Alabasta. Um, so, just missed him, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, wherever, I, well, we don't know where Buggy is, actually. But, I'm assuming that's still what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and important information, Buggy has new face paint. Yes. It's greenish. Important now. character development. <laughs> um, I watched this scene dubbed, and... First off, I don't I don't remember the name of the guy who does Buggy's voice in the English dub. It's not the guy who does Vegeta, but God, does it sound like the guy who does Vegeta? Um, it throws me off a lot. <laughs> um, it's good. I love it a lot. But there there is a scene where it, it translated. Uh, he tells his crew to continue having fun. Like he yells it like an order. Um, it's like commence the merriment, and it's very good. And I, I hope it. I didn't actually watch this scene when I rewatched the episode, but I hope that it was as good. Yeah, <laughs> everything <laughs> and, uh, with Buggy is fantastic. <laughs> Buggy is good. God, I can't fucking wait until we spend time with Buggy, like long term. Um, a because God, I love Buggy. B because that's like some of the best shit. In <laughs> so this is the most we hear about Whitebeard for a minute. Like this is the first we. Yeah. Pretty much all they set up is that he was one of the few... He's, he's like, the most likely person to be Pirate King, right? Um, which is funny to me. Um, but do they say much more about that? Do they say... Because I know... I think they might mention his original rivalry with Gold Roger. Um, they didn't really bring up much about it. They, like... I might have just really read into, the, like, the one line he said. If if there was something that I it was like a a line, I probably would be something if I watched again after three four hundred episodes later, I'd be like, oh, but okay, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't anything that really stood out as far as I could tell. Okay, I think he might mention, uh, Buggy might yell something about him just being like, he's basically the most feared pirate right now. Yeah. Um. So that's fun. That that's Ace's. <laughs> dad <laughs> uh for the most part i mean he calls him old man i don't know if that's in the subs um but it definitely was in the uh 
uh, English dub. Yeah. So, that's enough of them, I suppose. Oda decided. Um, I wouldn't have decided that. Uh, but then we get to Mock Town. We're introduced. The first thing we see in Mock Town is these two guys gambling. Um, uh, the guy who wins says something along the lines of, are you going to bet your underwear now, bro? And he then gets like thrown out of a fucking window. Yeah, uh, because <laughs> it's a guy gambling against Bellamy, right? Yeah, and mistake then, one. And then Bellamy, like, Bellamy says something about, like, I think you were cheating. And then the really fashionable guy in Bellamy's crew is like, yeah, he's cheating. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they do um a really nice <laughs> shot that I would have never noticed the first time. Because um, when that really fashionable guy turns around from the bar, they spend a really long time looking at the mark on his chest. Um, which is of a pirate that you'll know eventually. Um, well, I, you know him now. You just don't know that it's a sign. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, which is interesting because now that I know that pirate, he totally looks like somebody who would roll with him. So it was very good um, in retrospect. Uh, but yeah, so this guy who I'm assuming is Bellamy's like co-captain or of sort second hand um is like yeah no i he totally was cheating i saw it all with my eyes yeah. and so he <laughs> throws him out a fucking window yep and that's your introduction to mock town <laughs> yeah it's it's a good way to set up that it's like i think they, they mentioned like right before that they're like it's a town for pirates like it's all mm -hmm. it's all like pirate stuff and your introduction to it is just horrifying murder yeah, it's 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 a type of pirate for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's worth mentioning, I guess. Uh since we last recorded, I did start reading the One Piece manga. Hmm. Um I ordered the box set which well, of the of of East Blue and Alabaster, which uh did come with the original Romance Dawn story. Hmm. Um the, like, which prototype One Piece? Yeah, or one of them because it's just Luffy. Okay. Um, which uh, they did adapt into animation, so I had kind of already seen it, huh. um, which we can get to eventually. It's a little bit different and animated just because at that point they knew some things that did end up in one piece as opposed to the original manga had two different types of pirates. Hmm. Um, Luffy is like, no, nah, I'm a peace main, not a, I don't remember what the bad one was called, but not that, <laughs> um, which I think he quickly realized was irrelevant. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Because it's, I don't know, it, it seems dumb to put a word to it. Also, I think Luffy became less um, one-sided, uh, just as far as, like, his, his politics. He does what's good, regardless of, like, yeah. um, particularly, quote-unquote, peaceful. Because he beats the shit out of people, you know? Oh, yeah, um, he, he wants to do it. All of, yeah. like, half of Alabas is, I want to kick Crocodile's ass! Yeah. <laughs> And he does. It's and it's good. It is. It's it's um it's it's good. It's it's a good form of justice. I think <laughs> is to no. They're not gonna listen. I'm gonna beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Um. And more and more, I feel that way every day. <laughs> um. So Luffy is good. Luffy is pure. <laughs> um. But uh. On top of that, 
uh, reading the manga. I did, I did recently read um, the very beginning, like the actual romance, Don, that we've talked about. Um, and the scene, it's not directly next, because um, there's a couple things I want to point out before we get to but there's a scene with Luffy in the bar um, with Bellamy, and Bellamy's being a, a huge uh, dickwad yeah. um, to Luffy, and Luffy uh, does the same thing that Shanks does when Luffy was a kid, hmm. and just like, nah, there's no reason to fight him, like... <laughs> He treats him like a kid, and he's like, no, there's no point in proving anything to you. Um, but I think that's, it's it's worth, it's it's not like you have to notice it, because it kind of points it out later, but it's worth evaluating through that lens of Romance Dawn, especially with this arc being a lot about romanticism and uh, a certain type of pirate that Luffy is, as opposed to every other fucking pirate yeah. in this town. <laughs> Um, with the exception of one who tells Luffy very much to go after his dreams. But we'll get to him. Um, so we know that Bellamy is a sore loser. Um, as Luffy walks through this town, it very conspicuously introduces you to a couple characters. Yeah. Um, it doesn't <laughs> name them now, but it totally shows you them. Um, uh, there is a sniper who shoots down some birds before they get to the island, even. Yep. Um, then and then there's a big the, wrestler guy who just takes a guy down. Yeah. And then one I of love, them is like... I love and hate his laugh. <laughs> and then one of one of the bystanders is like, hey, that's one of, that's one of this guy's crew members. You don't... You sh- that's going to be bad for you. And then that's the guy who Bellamy just murdered. <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, so it, 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 it shows that, like, the scene we just saw is a fearsome pirate getting taken down by someone who we can assume is even more fearsome. Yes. Um, his name is good. Uh, I'll talk about it later when it's revealed, even though you know already. But yeah. um, he is a complicated guy. I hate him, and I love him. His laugh is really good. <laughs> um <laughs> Before that, actually, we do see the drunk with the horse. Yeah. Um, or I, I don't know if it's necessarily meant to be a drunk or just, like, is asleep and dead all the time. But he, they, they similar aesthetics. Yeah, he's just, like, he can't move and he's on top of a horse. And then the horse can't move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so we see those three guys and then we get to the bar. And Luffy uh, gets, like, confronted by this guy. He's got this long black hair who's, like, who seems to, like, he's competing that he could eat more than Luffy can. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like he's a black hole or something. It's weird. It's, he's just like, no, like, more pies, more. Yeah, that, well, the, the other thing that's great with it is, like, Luffy was like, man, th- this pie sucks. But he says, like, the drink he was having is really good. And the giant guy with long black hair next to him is like, no, the drink sucks, but the pie is good. And yeah. then they're like arguing Complete over opposites, it. Complete really. opposites, <laughs> um, uh, Yeah, so they, they get into this um this sort of debate. And I think, is it Nami that's like, we don't have money, just let him win. Yeah. Um, so that's funny. It's an interesting little... Uh, you, you can kind of tell by his design, like the other guys, that he's somebody. Yeah. Um, but then he leaves with his pies. <laughs> Tons um, of pies. 
Yeah, and then right as he leaves, Bellamy comes in, and we're back to that scene that I was talking about where uh, (laughs) Bellamy is a dickhead. Um, (laughs) Yeah, buys Luffy a drink and then smashes his head into the counter. Yeah, because they... um, Not a particularly good move to do. No, and like it's because Luffy mentioned about his, uh, his bounty, and then Bellamy's like, are you really the Luffy, the straw hat Luffy with the big bounty? And no one's no one's believing Luffy that it's actually him, because yeah, he's a tiny little boy and he's worth thirty million or some shit. That's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> At least the most recent one that they have says thirty million. Yeah, as far as as far as Luffy knows, he's got uh he's got that thirty mil. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So Bellamy also brings in his crew, including the very fashionable man with a very large knife covered in blood. Yeah. Um. So, things aren't looking good. No. Uh, for Luffy. <laughs> also, it's worth mentioning that it's only Luffy, Zoro, and Nami. So, it is that core romance Don cast as well. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think for what this whole thing is, like, setting up is good. Because, like, for, like, Usopp and San- Sanji and them, they don't tie into this, like, clash of ideals that come up with. Like, they're on Luffy's side and everything. They're not, like, the core group, really. Yeah, no, it's a very this um this struggle uh of concepts that we see throughout One Piece is very essential to this group because that's um it was mainly prevalent in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of it it's you can read into it, you can find it represented in um like the fight with Crocodile or the fight with basically everybody is Yeah. Um <laughs> you know, people who want uh, to achieve everything, but have different methods and different views on how they do it. Um, <laughs> and Luffy is still beating the shit out of a lot of people, but he doesn't, like, unless they particularly, like, deserve it. And, like, yeah. he doesn't see that Bellamy deserves it. He just sort of, uh, I guess, even though, like, I am guarantee you Bellamy's, like, in his late 20s, um, and Luffy's 18, he views him as, like, uh, no, he'll grow out of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Me beating him up's not gonna help, so there's no point. Yeah, um, that's like at that's, least at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's a, you mentioning the thing with Shanks. That's a good point because I don't think they did that at all. At least at, up to this point in the anime, they didn't have Luffy watch as Shanks was just kind of like standing there, being like, "It's whatever." Unless mm-hmm. I'm completely forgetting one of the flashback episodes. Um. <sighs> I think it was in the anime, the very, very beginning, where uh, the mountain bandits come in, and which I don't blame you for forgetting this, because I didn't even remember they were mountain bandits, um, come in and are like, we want beer. And Shanks was like, oh, oh. I'm so sorry, I drank all of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, you, can, you can have mine, I haven't opened <laughs> it yet. And he like breaks it over his head. And Shanks is just super cool about it, like, oh, no, don't worry, I'll clean it up. Okay, um, yeah, and then Luffy's angry, like, why didn't you kick their ass? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting because I think this is the first time we've really seen Luffy's, um, growth in that way, like really represented, uh, and in like that raw ideal sort of way. And it's paralleled really well with later in this arc, how Luffy also deals with Bellamy, (laughs) um, which I cannot wait to discuss. Um, I think with like the clap, like the ideals thing that's introduced here also, in a weird way, ties into the fight. Like, mm-hmm. th- just 
the dynamic between Be- like how Bellamy fights and how Luffy fights, but we'll get to that then. But like yeah. something that causes like this to get like escalated is that Nami asks about the a Sky Island, and everyone just like starts like laughing hysterically, mm-hmm. and Bellamy goes on about this thing about how. It's all garbage, and only idiots try to go up into the sky to reach an island. And that it's it's the age of like we're getting past this age of like dreaming and romanticism. Everything everyone needs to be like serious, and everyone who's like following the dreams and dying because they're being stupid is making is like makes him sick. And <laughs> yeah, um. God damn, dude. The characterization <laughs> with Bellamy is really good. Um, uh, and, you know, you're probably in the same boat that I was, where I fucking hated Bellamy. Uh, never wanted, Yeah, never wanted to see his face again. Um, and he sucks. And looking back at this, now that I know why he's the way he is... Um, and like what he's capable of is not sympathetic but empathetic. Uh I feel bad for him. I feel bad that he's been put in this spot where he feels like where like he's been told, like he's been taught that yeah. um <laughs> this is that this is true. That you don't dream it, uh you just sort of you just beat people up and you take what you want. Yeah. Um there's some a bit more in the bar, kind of want to just speed up to when Luffy <laughs> leaves, um, and someone tells him not to give up. On yeah, the guy who he was, um... Who is currently eating pie. <laughs> yeah, he just has a giant thing of pies, and after Nami's like, why would you guys let them just beat you up? And Luffy's basically like, it's not a big deal. They're not worth the time. And the guy it just hoarding those pies is telling him, don't give up on your dreams. It's one thing <laughs> one thing we have in common, we might disagree on the food, but dream, the dreams are a big deal. Don't give up on them, kid. Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it! <laughs> <laughs> That's not even like, it's been like two years since that was a meme. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, this is a really good scene. I really like the um the parallelism between these two characters um and how they're both like yeah no go for what you want and luffy's like oh cool i'm glad that i'm sort of uh validated this way um and this guy who has a signature laugh by this point if he has a signature laugh you know he's gonna be a main character that's yeah a rule um but no he's like no skyland is that there will always be people who dream that's what pirates are about um which is super cool. So <laughs> the going married needs to be repaired. Yeah, that's, let's talk uh, about that. <laughs> it's in pretty bad shape, and Sanji is it keeps talking about like how it's a piece of junk, and they need to just get a new ship instead of trying to patch this thing up. And because it was given to them by Usopp's basically childhood crush, he doesn't like. He has a hard emotional attachment to it. Mm-hmm. And because it's been through all these ventures, we saw a guy with a steel jaw 
take a bite out of it, and they've been in all sorts of, like, sea battles and stuff. It's just not in good shape. Yeah, Luffy <laughs> tore the mast off at one point yep. and stabbed it in a whale. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's it's seen better days. And uh, it's going to see even, like, worse days because getting to Sky Island ain't easy. Yeah. Um, returning from Sky Island ain't easy, <laughs> um, as we saw yeah already but yeah so they're sort of working on that in the sidelines they land they find out about a guy who still believes in like dreams yeah yeah they, well cricket yeah cricket yeah um, well that's how they blood. find out that's how they find out about the book is they go to find him okay and they yeah. go to like his part of the island where they like who still like believes in the same stuff and they find the book when they like come across his section like when they go to hit where he's at in the town like, on the island, they, like, find the book, and, like, they kind of explain what's going on in there, and then he kind of, he just, like, pops up from the water. <laughs> Hello, it's me and my weird-shaped head. Yeah, he just has, like, a chestnut on the top of his head. Mm-hmm. Which, the, the, the subs I was reading, Luffy referred to him as Diamond Head. That's another thing, too. Like, they, when he said when he was looking up, like, when Luffy referred to it, he said there's, like, what looked like a chestnut in the water. But then the mm-hmm. subs on Hulu were saying that he's, like, Diamond Head. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> uh, but that's, I mean, that's Luffy, and it's also translation. Uh, yeah. So, uh, the book... The book! It's also interesting that uh, Sanji brings up that he recognizes the story. Yeah. Uh, because he's from North Blue. Um, which I feel like... I guess this must be the first time they're mentioning it, even though I, part of me just believes it's not. It's, it's probably it's definitely like the first th- first time they've brought up this story. Yeah, I'm just wondering. I I feel like Sanji had mentioned he's from North Blue before. Yeah, but I'm not. Okay, so first time he's told the straw hat, so he's from North Blue. Um, uh, which I think Bellamy is too. I don't remember. But... Yeah, because he knows about the story as well, and he thinks it's. Like, everyone from North Blue, it's, like, a popular, like, children's story. And mm-hmm. he was told, everyone, like, they get to a certain age, like, ah, oh, it's crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, North Blue is, like, a, I think it's, like, the most dangerous ocean um, of the four. Uh, I mean, of the four that aren't the Grand Line. So, because um, I think Crocodile is from North Blue. Um, Bellamy, the person that Bellamy follows, and then... Uh, never mind. Nolan's story, we can kind of gloss over it, especially since we're, we're running really long, Joey has so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Nolan's story, basically, he finds the, I, or he, does he find the island of gold, or like he knows it's there, or he, and then he's like, hey everybody, come look at this island of gold, and it's not there. Yeah, he's like, he sees it, and he tells everyone about it, and then he's executed for being such a big liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like yeah, he, no. He, like, tries it's to tell good. people about it. Is there, and they're like, you lie, your lie is so horrible, we're just gonna murder you. <laughs> I was so excited about that gold. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and, yeah, like, I mean, we've been to Giants, no El Dorado. Yeah. It's a bummer for, for Cricket that that's his legacy. Yeah, because, like, he said it's not, like, confirmed that 
he's related to the sto- to the man Nolan in the fairy tales, but they it's, have it's a the same s- family name. Yeah, it's so. the same family name, and they have the same like weird diamond chestnut head thing. Yeah. So, so I mean, <laughs> One Piece rules. It's like <laughs> yeah. con- like confirmed. Yeah. Um. Uh. But then Nami, I'm skipping ahead, I think. But uh, they talk more about Sky Island. Cricket explains some of the stuff we've already kind of talked about. Um, yeah. And gives he, Nami this log book. Yeah, and he goes into, like, a thing about, how, like, explains how people get to the Sky Island, which just is ridiculous. Oh, does he talk about that now? He, okay. does, he does, like, right after she's, like, going through the log book and everything. And, like, they fossilized clouds form? And, like, there's... It's just... It happens at, like, certain intervals and certain times... Like, certain days at certain times. And the entire time, like, after telling them that it's really dangerous and a lot of people, like, explaining what happens and there's a visual of... The going Mary flying up into the air and then falling down and d- breaking on the ocean. And the entire time Usopp is really upset and he's trying to get out of it like, but you probably don't know what it is because it's so unpredictable. And uh, Cricket's like, oh, it'll be tomorrow at this time. <laughs> Which is great. Because <laughs> Usopp just really doesn't want to risk dying by a, a sea geyser. Yeah, um, he also... Doesn't want his sh- the ship he cares about so much to be shattered yeah. to a million pieces. Too <laughs> uh, <do> bad, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then also we yeah. cut to Mihawk. Mihawk, my boy, my boy Mihawk. <laughs> who? Uh, this isn't the Mihawk scene that I was thinking of, is it? No, we see Mihawk again. Um, yeah, it, it's just, he just shows up, and he sees Zoro's and Luffy's bounties, and he's like, yeah. huh, I, I had an interaction with them 120 episodes ago. Yeah, I <laughs> remember that man that I thought I killed. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just sort of smiles, and I think that's right before it to be continued. Yeah. Um, so, that's not, the, that's not just, the scene that I thought it was. And it just shows my favorite thing about Mihawk, is that he just, he he's a one-man pirate crew, as far as we're aware of right now, and... <laughs> as far as I know. Like, I'm full transparency. I've never seen him in, like, a crew or, like, allied with anybody. Like, the latest we know is that he had, like, a vaguely friendly rivalry with Shanks, but it might yeah. just be friendly on Shanks' part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the knock-up stream is what it's called. Yeah. Poor name, in my opinion. Uh... <laughs> Um, don't name your streams after, uh, Seth Rogen films. <laughs> yes, this, uh, th- they, Oda famously said, I really like the film from 2008, Knocked Up. <laughs> In his fucking 2001 manga. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Um, I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Oda likes Knocked Up, to be, to be frank. Um... <laughs> But let's let's move on. Um, yeah, we did. We talked about. Or no, we didn't talk about the knockup stream, did we? Did it shoot straight up? Yeah, and it's dangerous because if you most people will just fall down and their ship explodes and they're mm-hmm. dead. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. 
to deal with. Um, understandably. So, Cricket is really supportive of this of this venture of Luffy's. Yeah, because he's looking to clear his family name, and he also has proof that it exists. And like, that's the, the gold, correct? Yes, and it's my favorite. It's like, it's a great visual gag where a suit is the gold is revealed. Nami, who's kind of like all serious and attentive, just her eyes turn into the uh, berries like symbol, mm-hmm. and she just looks so happy to see gold. Yeah, she she likes gold. Gold's good. Um, it, it's it's it, it's interesting that like before before um the Arlong stuff, like once the Arlong stuff happens, you're like, oh, she really needs the money to like because of this deal that she has with a fish man. But but, but after that, after she's that, just like money's she, great. She just loves it. She's a uh, she's very. I wouldn't call it capitalist. Maybe it's like. I think it's more stereotypic girl shopping thing. <laughs> that's that's what it seems like cuz that uh, was one of the things in the uh in in the filler arc on the island where they were they were shopping on the island and Sanji was carrying her shopping bags mm-hmm. and he got in a fight with a guy and instead of putting the shopping bags down or handing them to Nami He's fighting because he doesn't use his hands, so it's like not that big of a deal. Yeah, but during the fight, Nami's like, "You better not get my clothes dirty or damaged." So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. doesn't offer to take them. <laughs> Just says, "Hey, you be careful now." She's a, she's a cartoon girl. That's yeah. <laughs> what it boils Sometimes. down to. It's it, it's a it's generally a throwaway gag. Yeah. Um, but I mean, with One Piece, that could be a plot point. So. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's it's it's oh man, there's uh, especially with all the stuff they show here, because we're yeah. getting to that. So like one of the things with it is that th- there's a golden bird, and yes, one of the things they point out is how do you get your bearings on the ocean? And Nami's like, even though I'm the best navigator in the seas. I can't even do that. And Crick is like, well, there's this bird that has to face south. So you just get one of those. They, they're in the woods right there. You just get one of those, and then you'll know where to go. <laughs> I uh, conveniently skipped past this part. Um, I forgot about the bird. So I spent like an episode and a half thinking, why the fuck are, in this, are they in this stupid forest with these stupid bugs <laughs> for the sake of time? They're in the forest, and something else bad happens while they're away. Yeah, Bellamy uh, steals the gold, and um, while they go to patch up the Going Merry, Luffy's like, "Do ask, do I have enough time to run to Mocktown, beat up Bellamy, and then come back and get on the ship?" And Robin's like, "Yeah, if you did that, you'd probably get back by afternoon tomorrow." So that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know this is a really time-sensitive operation, but I've got to beat up Bellamy now. He took my friend's treasure. Uh, so he goes, in the middle of the night, he goes to Mocktown. Um, and it's funny, uh, there's a scene of an old drunk guy going through some new bounty posters. Yeah. Um, recognizes Luffy's and Zoro's, and they have increased. I don't think they show it to it right. Show it to us right now. Um, but we, 
Like, no, they sort of do. They don't have a character specifically say it, but he's, like, drunk and looking over the newer posters. Yeah. And he's surprised that both Zoro and uh, Luffy's are as high as they are, and it's yes. higher than Bellamy's at the time. Yeah, and it's higher than Luffy thought his was, for damn sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I think he goes in there to tell people. Yeah, and... Every, I think they're talking about him in the bar, too. Yeah, it's just, like, nonsense about how there's no way it could have been him because he didn't fight back and he was just a little scrawny kid. Mm-hmm. And they see the, the newer bounty, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> they don't really like, understand oh, it still. Oh, shit, what the f- how did he do that? And then, like, as they're like, wait, if that's true, why didn't he do anything? As they're, like, scared. Yeah. Uh, we just hear Luffy yell Bellamy's name from outside. Um, and everyone, like, flips their shit. Uh, <laughs> but Bellamy is not easily scared. Because he's very overconfident about his devil fruit. Yeah. Um, and that, what I think, like, the way his devil fruit is, and basically he reveals he has the spring spring fruit. Which does allow him to do some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's a good, um... I, don't, I think he only uses it on his legs. In this. Yeah. Uh, if he was smart, he would use it on his arms, too. <laughs> but I guess he's not smart enough right now. Um, and one of the things with it is just... And it just ties into this whole, like, conflicting thing between Luffy and Bellamy is just Bellamy is an inferior version of Luffy. <laughs> it kind of boils down to that. Because Bellamy's um, like, he's really like, he's obviously not a nice guy. He doesn't have like any hopes or dreams, which is like a key point to Luffy. And yeah. Luffy can replicate Bellamy's powers. I'm pretty sure we've seen Luffy like use springs. So like if, anything if not, Bellamy can, can do, can... Luffy can do. Or Yeah, if... it better. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't know if he has done it yet. I can confirm that he does it at some point. It's yeah. like why wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, I, I do think he gets the idea from seeing Bellamy, but um it's Yeah, and Luffy just kinda doesn't fight him. He's just like, I'm coming for the gold. And yeah, Bellamy's he's like, like I'm here to get the gold you stole from my friends and then this is like the this is something a good line that like boils down that Luffy's not, like, a lawful good, good guy hero. He's, like, he has good intentions and everything. As Bellamy's like, we're both pirates. Why do you care? I stole it. That's that's what we do. We're pirates. And Luffy's like, yeah, and I'm stealing him back as a pirate. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he, he doesn't, he's not gonna, like, get go through a, a, like, what would be considered, like, a good means to get it back. He's just getting it back. But, like, with... With this whole fight, like, Bellamy's just like, no one can beat me, I'm the best. And he's bouncing around and, like, headbutting into, like, Luffy and into people and, like, taking out buildings. Mm-hmm. And, like, he bounced off a ship to, like, hit, to beat up the uh, two monkeys and uh, Cricket. And, like, you can see that he does, like, he can do some pretty strong things with it. And in the town, you see him, like, bouncing around mock town he's like you can't beat me i'm the best all your dreams are crap none of it matters just do what you want all I this wanna mention, angry pessimistic stuff i want to mention <laughs> that this is one of my favorite fights in one piece because and it's 
barely a fight, too. It's really good, though. It's it's really interesting just because it's all about the subtext. It's all about what that represents. Um, what Luffy can do, it shows, like, an incredible amount of, like, control and, like, just raw strength. And, it, I mean, again, it's really just a battle of concepts between yeah the sheer overcompensation and how much, like, Luffy tries what he has to. But he's not like it, it. This really shows you um, that Luffy's not all wacky. It's just a matter of you gotta give Luffy as much credit as is due, <laughs> which I don't know how many people do that. And I, I guess if you don't get super far into One Piece, I don't blame you. Um, but like this scene is just super, super good to me. Um, yeah. So yeah, right. just just to summarize. Cause we sort of, we sort of talked about it without saying what actually happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. He he's bouncing around saying he's the best. And Luffy remembers one earlier at their confrontation when he asked if Luffy even knew how to throw a mm-hmm. punch, and then Luffy just immediately like Bellamy's building up so much speed, like no one can really tell what's going on, and Luffy just one punch knocks him out leaving an imprint of his fist on his head and there's like blood dripping from Luffy's hand and he's like I want the gold back yeah it's like alright <laughs> I threw your punch I I'm trying to think of a joke about how this is where one punch man was originally inspired by it's not coming to me so I'm just gonna move on <laughs> that's alright as if to completely wash away this scene from your mind the following sequence of events is baffling. It's just like a huge deal. <laughs> yeah, um, so we see Mihawk again. I kind of wish they just combined these two scenes. Like we saw Mihawk look at the bounties and then looked up at Do they say the name that he, where he's at? Um, I think they did, but I kind of. I might have missed it. It's probably like in a subtitle yeah. or something. I know I I don't know the name of where they're at, but they are at like a big government thing, and like there's they're talking about that they need to find a successor for Crocodile. I believe it's Mary Jo. I believe it's the Holy City of the government. So we see some pretty pretty fucking big names hanging out, which is why I'm pretty sure it's Mary Jo. Yeah. So we see these people called the Five Elders. Uh, I still don't know what these guys' deal is. Um, they're, like, higher than I've ever dabbled. Uh, <laughs> they they mention the three great powers. I'm not sure what they're talking about. Because um, I, I <laughs> would assume that, it, like, the Five Elders, the Shishibukai, and then maybe the Marines or something? I don't think they would include the four emperors because they're not on their side. Um, so I'm not sure. But they don't want them to fall. Whatever the three <laughs> great powers are, shouldn't fall out of balance. Yeah. Bad idea. So uh, there's seven warlords. Right now they only have six. They threw the, they threw number yep. seven in prison um, for being a bad boy. Yeah. And I think and they mentioned, be- and- before they get into that, they do mention um, white beard and red hair meeting up. Or talking. Yeah. Red hair is referring to Shanks, who we saw for like two seconds mm-hmm. in an episode. Which is just like, oh man, it's Shanks. It's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then we do see Whitebeard receive his message on the other end. Yeah, but that's that's after the is it? Uh, okay. That's after the government meeting, and the government meeting is really interesting. Yeah, we because so... like the 
the government is like talking, and then one guy starts like getting like choked. Yeah. And then they're like, "You need to stop that Duflamingo," and they point at a guy, and it's like, "Huh." I I I know who that guy is because of he's I know he's a big 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 deal yeah. like in current One Piece well recent One Piece um yes yeah. um <laughs> yeah we actually see a, a scene of him rolling up to Mary Jo out of the boat with um I think we see his name we also see Kuma's name um Bartholomew Kuma yep. and Mihawk shows up they only show us those three. Um, yeah. which, you know, Crocodile fills in a fourth spot. So that means there's only three that we don't know about. We see a guy who, his name is Sengoku. He's got like a small animal with him for some reason. <laughs> I think his hat has a bird on it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sengoku's good. He <laughs> is really fucking high up in the mil- in the Marines. Is is that a theme in the Marines of Star Trek where they're, like, associated with animals on their hats? Because there's that super old guy mm-hmm. that trained Kobe and uh, Helmeppo with, like, the bear hat. I think so. It's a dog. I'm pretty sure... A dog, I'm pretty yeah. sure he has a dog. But I... I mean, I never put two and two <laughs> together, so maybe. I think... I, I don't know if there's anybody else other than those two. Um... Yeah. But, uh, and then also at the meeting was there was an old there's like an old lady there too. Yeah, old lady. I don't remember her name. So they're sort of discussing about uh, replacing this Shishibukai member, the seventh warlord. I think they're struggling about like who to do it with. Yeah. While also they're trying to figure out what to do about this Luffy problem because they can't really ignore that Luffy exists anymore because he took down one of the. Um, out of nowhere, <laughs> there is a new person in this room all of a sudden, um, who, yeah. who looks like uh, my favorite character from Gotcha Man Crowds, uh, only like eight years earlier. Um, I believe their name is Lafayette or Lafitte or something. something like that. It's yeah, those <laughs> that name. They have someone they'd like to recommend. Um, uh, yeah, his name is Teach. I think the idea is. That they, they talk about a deal where it's like, well, if Teach captures somebody super important and can show that they're valuable to the Navy, they can be a ship of Um Fade to black. We get to see Whitebeard. Yeah, that that was terrifying because there's a guy who's sent by Shanks and there's like the ret like he went there and he's delivered a message to Whitebeard and Whitebeard rips it up and is like, hey, if he wants to talk to us, he can come himself. And then we see Whitebeard, who is giant. And he has, like, oxygen and, like, an IV hooked up to him. And it's just... The little bit we see of Whitebeard is terrifying. He's big. He's very and, large. And I also just like that little detail that, like, who... Like, we already kind of know is one of the biggest pirates has a bunch of, like, sexy nurses all around him. Yeah, I mean, nothing but the best. <laughs> like, he's, he's, I'm assuming he's sick in some way. He, yeah, it's never really talked about, I don't think. I think he's just getting too old. Because <laughs> he's been around for quite, quite a minute. Yeah. Let's talk about Teach. Because 
the the first thing we see when we get back to Jaya is some our old friend with the long black hair. Yeah, and then meeting up with his we, friends that we 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 saw already. Um, yeah, and then they're all they're all marching, and it's actually like, isn't that right? And then they say his name, and like it shows like his position, and it's just like. Oh, this is Blackbeard. Yeah. At least the Blackbeard Pirates. I don't... Is he Blackbeard or he is the Blackbeard Pirates? He is Blackbeard. Um, That's a little upsetting because he doesn't have a black beard. Yeah, I think it gets longer but... after the time skip. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, Whitebeard just has a mustache. So, um, kind of kind of flips that uh, <laughs> that trope a bit. But, um, although Whitebeard is, you know, like much older. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is Marshall D. Teach, Blackbeard himself. Um, again, why I think this was originally supposed to be a halfway point for Oda, because this is a big fucking deal. Um, yeah, he has that Will of D thing they were does, talking about. He, he has an interesting D um, that <laughs> we'll get into with time. Um, I don't remember the, the, the two other guys' names, but I do remember that the champion's name is Jesus Burgess. Um, (laughs) which is Van Auger and Doc Q Van Auger and Doc Q and they're going to meet Lafayette or whatever their name is Um, and and Teach mentioned something about he wanted someone about a hundred million berries worth of bounty that just so happens to be Luffy the man who is just there and and something else that I'm sure is a 100% intentional thing, and I think does tie into, like, this halfway point, and this is supposed to be, I think they're supposed to be, like, a mirrored, more uh, experienced version of Luffy's crew, because there's, like, a mirror match for all of them. Teach is, like, a matchup for Luffy, there's a medic, there's a sniper, there's, like, a helmsman, there's a navigator, all for, like, pretty much everyone to have some of their matched up against. Yeah. Um yeah, Blackbeard also keeps his crew pretty tight. Um which is an interesting it's probably going to end up lining up with sort of Hey Robbie Strawhat has somebody to fight. Um which uh is good. Because <laughs> it's very See, it's very much the anti straw hats in in, cons- in like concept. And the cool thing about, like, One Piece, as compared to other shonen stuff, like Bleach, or Naruto, or even, like, everyone's favorite Dragon Ball Z, is that when there's, like, mirror matches, and, like, there's, like, a big group of things, what it is, is, like, they barely defeat one guy, and then the next guy completely wipes the floor with them, and then the main character steps in and just kills everyone. But in One Piece, I'm almost certain i mentioned this back in arlong it's just great that each character could stand their own yes it's super (laughs) in their own way (laughs) and you know i think about it too where i'm like like for me i'm always like who are they gonna nerf so usopp can fight them um (laughs) one piece right now in skypea or well in jaya skypea saga um they make the going marry a chicken yeah, at first I didn't. I wouldn't have got that it was a chicken. I thought they just gave it like cool gladiator armor. And I was like, "That's awesome!" And then they're like, "Why is it a chicken?" We would have said no if we were here. <laughs> Which oh, is man. good. 
I, that's that's a really good reaction. Um, <laughs> Nicolette, so good. Uh, yeah, it has wings and it has like the chicken little like. <laughs> yeah. Like I got the wings part. I was just like, oh, they gave it a glider helmet because you see it like metal plated, and I was like, oh, yeah. never mind. Oh, whoops, my bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's it's pretty repaired. It's up to snuff. Um, Luffy, again, struggling with not having a shipwright on his <laughs> crew. But, I mean, the bar is yeah. more important. So, yep. Um, as we go forward, Cricket says some stuff about not giving up on romanticism, which yeah. ties into what we were talking about, about romance. The dawn of romance. Again, that sort of, that reinforcement <laughs> of, I think this was supposed to be a big deal are a bigger deal than it is in context, um, knowing yeah. everything about One Piece now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that again in a minute about the knock-up stream. But before we even see the stream... Like, they're getting escorted by, like, the two monkey yes. ships, and then we see that the Blackbeard pirates are chasing after them. I love their ship, by the way. And it's just a giant raft. Yeah, it's just a raft, but also it's, like, really fucking big. Yeah, it's like a, a raft for those horrifying sky giants that we saw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funky looking. I like it though. Um, and, and they're chasing after the the straw hats. Like, hey, we saw your bounty. We're after you. Yeah, and, and and Luffy does hear him. Well, no, well, first actually, there is the whirlpool. Um, yeah. they, they get, sort of get caught in this whirlpool and the monkeys are like, no, go for it. This is good. This is part of it. Yeah. This is the, this is the first step. Trust us. <laughs> um, so they sort of, they, they dwindle down into this whirlpool and then it sort of stops all of a sudden. Um, and they're hanging out like what, what now? And Nami, Nam, I think Nami says like, it's begun. Like this is happening now. Yeah. Like looks at the post. It's like right above them. Yeah. But that's when Blackbeard actually approaches and is like, I want your bounty. It's a hundred million. And Luffy's yeah. like, it's not that high. And then Usopp, like, pulls out his binoculars and sees Blackbeard holding it up. And it's like, no, it is. And then Sanji argues that he should have one. And, Us- <laughs> and Usopp's like, He's no. like, why, why don't I have one? And then Zoro and Luffy are just like, ha we did a good job. Look at how big our ba- bounties yeah, are. Yes, so, so I think Zoro says something about, like, uh, only 60 million? Bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, <laughs> this man didn't want to be a pirate pretty recently, like, a while ago, though. Um, so, uh, that's, that's funny. And then before Blackbeard can really do anything, uh, the knockup stream does fucking blast them. Yep. It blasts their they, ass. They, they still need to like navigate through it. They don't just like ride a stream up mm-hmm. and in a great sequence, we are starts playing while yeah. they're riding up, riding it up. And they're like... After, like, they start to lose control of the ship, and it, like, comes off, and like, oh my god, we're flying! And they're just shooting up, mm. and we are playing, and it's just, that's it's... my favorite thing in anything, is when, like, the original opening starts yeah. playing at, like, a key point. Like, it, like, it reminded me of, I, I was, when JoJo first aired, like, that's how I got into it, because so I was like, I'm just gonna watch these shows of the season. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine tweets about this. I'm gonna watch it in like the last episode when yeah, he's fighting cars, and it's like he's on like the flying meet, like rock and is playing the song. I'm just like it's like two in the morning because I waited right when the fan sub dropped. Mm-hmm. I'm just like bouncing in my seat like yeah, and that's like it's, such it's a just good that feeling. feeling. It's so good. Um, One Piece <laughs> l- 
delivers on those, I guarantee. <laughs> and I, I think this is supposed to, again, with all the like, thing. I, I feel like this scene in particular, um, kind of is Ventimir Reverse Island. Um, just sort of like, you know, we keep going up. Um, and I think Oda realized that this isn't actually gonna work. He can't really go <laughs> up again. Um, and he went a completely different direction with Water 7, which is phenomenal to worries but yeah it's uh i really like nami has some lines about this is still the ocean i can navigate it um and sort of leads them up uh, which yeah. all he does is let the sails off yeah but, um <laughs> works wonders and then there's also a line of if if the island is real it's on the other side of that cloud and then it goes to to be continued yeah super good <laughs> Very exciting. Oh, man, so many things. Skypea is probably going to be two episodes. If I find a good way to split <laughs> it into three, I will. But yeah, so before we go, I do want to talk real quick because we haven't gone. It's been like a couple months since we recorded. So we did. We we acknowledged that we've been doing this for a year. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we sort of celebrated. Jory did put together a really good live episode um, of the two of us. We did hang out. It was really good. Um, you should... <laughs> Go watch it. It's on our Twitter, which we've never plugged yeah. before. Um, <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> we have never plugged that. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 a. I make good jokes there, um, <laughs> and so do you sometimes. Uh, more, I had a really good one I thought of the other night, but then I forgot it. Oh no, um, <laughs> that sucks. Uh, it is. It's at or uh, twitter.com slash we are watching op. Uh, it's mainly just goofs and uh, when episodes yeah. are out. Um, also, <laughs> we are on iTunes now. Um, yeah. I finally got off my ass and did that. So, <laughs> uh, you can search us on iTunes or wherever else you want to find your podcasts. Uh, I use podcast out of most people just use the Apple Podcast app. Uh, but you should subscribe, figure out whenever we have an episode. We, I usually upload on Saturdays. So you can do that. You should, uh, review and rate us. Um, tell us how <laughs> fantastic we are about re- recapping uh, the anime called One Piece. Also, I can say this now too. Um, I I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but I just start a new podcast um, similar to this one, but with Kingdom Hearts, where my friend Wheels and I sort of go through the Kingdom Hearts games and try and figure out what's going on exactly. Right, we started with one, which is particularly difficult because they didn't really know what they were doing. And then kind of change it all in two. So that's going to be a blast. We recorded a couple of those. First episode goes up. Probably before this one does. So you can search that. That's on iTunes too. Uh, so that's, that was called Week. Or, um, shit, I'm reminding my shows. That one's called uh, Got It Memorized. Um, it's going to be a blast. To and then, add on that to the quality of it, I listened to the first one you did. And just the opening reference to the beginning of... Uh, Kingdom Hearts was like, is any of this real? Is does any of this make sense? And I was already laughing really hard. Oh man, great. I'm super proud of that. There's also <laughs> Wheels does a really good goofy impression, and I do a really good impression of. We like to make fun of the voice acting in the first game because it's like I do a really good impression of Waka, young Waka on Destiny Islands. I think that about covers it, unless you want to talk about. I'm going to talk about one of the things is I'm piecing together bad YouTube videos of me talking about video games, so. Like, a lot of it is just, like, either games I've wanted to revisit so I have an excuse to do it, or games like Sonic Adventure 2 where 
I can't figure out if it's actually a good game or my dumb 12 year old brain won't let me think otherwise. Uh, that game, that game specifically is a hard one to figure Yeah. <laughs> uh, this has been the Jaya arc. Um, next time we will start Skypea. Some segment of Skypea will do. Um, but uh, until then. Uh, it's well, One Piece is good and to be continued. To be continued.